from the Rams, Carter, Dockery, Cut, and Wise Haynes were still on the team. This is much more live here at Judge John. Yo, Recording. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? Yo, yo, yo. What up? Yo, where's Josh? What? What's up, Big Parm? I mean, Big Wine? Where you at? Where you at? Josh, where are you? Josh, where are you? <laughs> where you at? Hey, 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 hey. Where you at? What are you doing? <laughs> you need to drop whatever you are doing and get on the phone. Is Josh asleep? And get going on this podcast. Is he asleep? Josh. Is he asleep? Um, It's possible. I wish you was it's possible right he now. forgot. Knock you upside your head with a left hook, make your ass make up, and take out that damn trash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Josh is being delayed because of a business meeting. Because of something. Because <laughs> of a business meeting. And um, so he'll uh, ring a ding ding Oops. in when he's ready. It could be five minutes. It could be next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and <it> is. <laughs> We've got an action packed podcast. For you this it's week, sad as, um, the Redskins uh, took some action so the last day of the 2010 Cut! season. Cut! Cuts and signings, signings and cuts. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> or there goes Mongo. Anyway, um, we've got an action-packed show talking about the signings and cuts. We've got Between the Bars with David Lee in its entirety that I forgot to play last week. <laughs> uh, we've got some more lawsuits being brought up between the Danny and other United States citizens. Yeah, and way to go uh, for getting to bring up the Between the Bars from our benevolent sponsor, David Lee. Of David Lee Legal Services sponsoring Harry Hogg episode number 248. That's 248. For your pleasure. Your pleasure. The original Redskins fans podcast. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. So. Dear, dear. (laughs) So let's just hop right into it. Shall we? Absolutely. If you guys didn't hear or didn't see our posts on the on the uh, website, there were two more major cuts this week. Big time cuts. Yeah, by the Washington Redskins. Big time. Ninety nine. Andre Carter. Andre Carter. Um, I'm sad to see him go because he's a heck of a player, but not in the three four. And we knew this and speculated upon this before last season even started because he had the same thing occur when he was in San Francisco. 
same exact thing. He tried the three four for a year and was like, "Dude, this sucks. This is not my way to play. I'm out of here." And he's been classy about it there, or he was classy about it there, just like he's been classy about it here. So I still think we could have got something well. for him. I mean, the year before he had like eleven sacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to do really well if they put him opposite someone like Arakpo. I mean, between the two of them, they had they had over twenty sacks between the two of them. So, you know, yet another another argument, which I don't still necessarily agree with, but yet another uh, piece for the argument of Aaron's that we shouldn't have gone to the three four in the first place. I didn't think we should have gone to it the same year we were getting a new head coach. I did not. Yeah, I think we would have I won at I, least two more games if we did not switch to the four three or the three four last season. At least two more games. At least. I think we would have won at least two more games if Fat Albert would have played in all the games <laughs> and tried. Yeah. Um, but we're not talking yeah, about, about Fat that. Albert yet. Yeah, we've still got other things. To <laughs> and but Yeah, before we um, move on to Fat Albert, let's go on to, well, let's see what we've got coming up right here. Dude. And I've now, the Dockery Report. <laughs> And this has been <laughs> the Dockery Report. And now, the Dockery Report. <laughs> oh, man. And now, the ever-elusive Game Ball Report. <laughs> and now... Anyway, <laughs> much like a hemorrhoid, the Dockery Report is not necessarily going away for good. <laughs> But it's much more likely this time around than it did the first. I, I think the first time it was just preparation H, but this time I think they Redskins opted for surgery on that roid. And, uh, <laughs> Again, though. I think he's gone for good. Again, though, another player that I think we could have got something for. But what's the deal with this CBA? Is it Did we have to cut these dudes in order? I mean, because obviously Shanahan wasn't going to use them next year so did we pretty much have right. to cut people that we weren't planning on using otherwise we had to pay them off-season bonus money and crap like that it's it, i think that's the reason why we've seen a whole lot of cuts going on throughout the entire cut throughout the entire nfl um especially with high-priced uh, uh uh people where they didn't want to pay the salaries for them we saw um sean rogers and get cut up there and AJ Hawk, who I think is overrated anyway, but I thought he, he got actually signed got cut back. and then re-signed. Yeah, he signed. And that's another thing that players had to get signed before the CBA expires, or you know, you can't sign any players while there's no collective bargaining agreement. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. But basically, yeah, they had to dump these guys beforehand. So they didn't kind of carry over onto whatever whatever the new CBA is going to be. Interesting. And yeah. when do they have to have the CBA done by? Last Friday? No, I mean before we know there's not going to be any football. Or do they have all the way up until the season pretty much? I guess they have all the way up to the season. Right now they, they, they've they extended the the uh, deadline for it for a week, um, which was really good, really good news. Um, I don't really want to go into all the technical stuff with it. We don't have enough time in the day for all that crap. All I know is that you've got millionaire players and even greedier billionaire owners. And honestly, Aaron, you and I have said this before. We usually side with the players on stuff because 
they always get shafted. They don't get guaranteed contracts. They do more than they used to, but like baseball players get guaranteed contracts. These guys aren't guaranteed. They get a lot more of a physical toll. Extol, extol, I don't even know what word I'm looking for. On their bodies. Um, they go through the, the ringer. Age of death. There, there's, there's tons of stuff. There's, there's tons of reasons why the players deserve more, especially after they get out of football as far as retirement and health care, as we've been finding out how bad the physical toll is on people. Um like, like someone's come out in recently, it was on ESPN, that they said the average age, the average uh, age of death for an NFL player, and this is including everyone, anyone who got a cup of coffee in a preseason game, anyone who was ever signed as an NFL player, the average age of death is in their 50s. Are you serious? The average age of death for a man in the United States is, what, 70-something, 75, it was somewhere around there? Six, wasn't it? Something like that, so... You know, they go through a lot of crap on their bodies. So, yeah, they're making a whole lot of money, and it's hard for someone who's making minimum wage to give a crap about a millionaire either making one or one point one million dollars. It's it's to them, it's just like holy crap, that's a lot of money. But you know, it's they deserve what they've got, and the the owners want to take money away from them that they already gave to them because they're being extra greedy. And they don't want to deal with the, uh, and they don't want to do the uh, the the rookie salary cap, and and you know it, there's just a couple sticking points like that 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 could cost us football in the future. But right now they're still trying to iron it out. They're going to extend it another week, et cetera. Blah. So we just totally, yeah. Who cares? We want them to damn play football. Um, I just got a text from Josh. Says something he downloaded. So maybe he's going to be coming in. I don't know. We'll see. We might be done before that. Yep. In any event, I got a tear in my eye <laughs> about the Dockery report. I got a tear in my eye, too, because he was a good player. He is a good player. Shanahan just didn't want him in his system. It's just... It's just Yeah, Shanahan just doesn't like it. And I'm still... I'm telling you, it's going to come back, even if the team gets better, it's going to come back to bite us with that damn, you know, relatively small and nimble offensive lineman system he's got if we're going to go into the playoffs playing teams in the nfc east and the nfc north in the playoffs you, you can't play in 20 you need big bruising dudes to play in new york in chicago in philadelphia all these northern teams that that we're going to end up looking or going against in the playoffs if we're lucky enough to start getting that far again mm-hmm. i don't like it hey, hey. Josh. yo 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 so this has been another episode of uh, Harry Hog Football. We'd like to thank. No, oh, we haven't gotten that far yet, Josh. We just uh, we were talking about. Well, you did just miss what may be possibly a final doctor report. You missed it, dude. Anyway. Do you have anything to say about that, Josh? Do you have anything to say about Derek Dockery's departure? Um, I, you know, it's funny because just watching that roller coaster ride over the years, because I felt like Dockery got, you know, we used to joke him. It's like, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. Uh, <laughs> we, we used to joke yeah, him. Guns and Roses. Yeah, we used to joke him, and then we liked him. 
And then he went away to Buffalo and he got good and he got that big deal. And then we got him back and we were all excited about it. And then it was like, what happened to him? It was like he was just a chunk of meat hanging on the sideline, like a side of beef, doing nothing. I mean, what I don't know if he just didn't fit into the Shanahan scheme, if, if the Shanahan just didn't like him because he was just a big guy and he liked that kind of smaller, uh, you know, that smaller lineman. You know? The smaller know. frame, gentlemen. I was just thinking about that song the other day, and I was like, man, I wonder if anyone else remembers that song. It's not like it's one that was played on the radio a lot. That's right. It was, it was played on the radio in the 80s. A little bit. It wasn't up there like, you know, Welcome to the Jungle or uh, 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 Take Me Down to the Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Man, those are some heavy lyrics. Take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. I want you please take me home. Speaking of Guns N' Roses, back in the Super Bowl and the halftime show, which was absolutely, at least sounded terrible, all right, Slash came up through a trapdoor and played, like, a guitar solo with, like, bedazzles all over his hat. And then he, like, went back to the trapdoor and he was done. Was that cool or not cool? Or was it a sellout? Was it good? Was it, like, Slash is cool? Or was it a Dude, sellout? I don't think that was really him. If you looked at it, I think that was, like, his animatronic puppet made from Madame Tussauds wax. Um, I thought it was retarded, that whole halftime thing. I didn't understand it, you know. Did you mean mentally disabled? Fergie's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, all I know is that thing sounded like crap. Who was the mix? <laughs> Who was the sound mixer on that? That was the worst sounding thing I've ever heard. It just lets you yeah. show how poorly those like bands really are. In real life. I blame the Cowboys. Anyway, let's move on from that. I didn't really want to bring up this stuff from the Super Bowl and things, and, and it's probably the Cowboys' fault. Joke them. Um, let's, let's, let's go back to Redskins news, though. Well, wait, 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 wait. I just want to touch on that from the entertainment um, consultant perspective here. You know, if you've, if, you've, if you've ever done audio in a place like that, a big venue, it's tough to uh, hear yourself. And if their in-ear monitors weren't wrong, I, I mean, were wrong, they weren't being mixed right, I could totally see them, you know, just being like, whoa, I can't. I mean, you've seen people try to sing the national anthem before, and they can't hear themselves, and they just sound horrible. Yeah, but whoever was mixing it going to the feed for the television, you couldn't even hear any of the music. I'm not even talking about the singers so much. Crap, well, all the way around. Or in, or in uh, what's her name, Christina Aguilera's case, well, there's no excuse to that. And we already talked about it on the podcast. I have no time right. for people like that. They Moving can disrespect forward. the country Probably by not. not even knowing the national anthem and yet going in front of millions of people to sing it. There's no excuse. Probably Whatever. <laughs> I bet Apple the app knew the words. You know what? You know what? I bet I Justin like Bieber knows the words, Steve. Wow, you, you got his first name right, too. Dude, I, you, get that, 
Did you get that video I sent you with Justin Bieber and our mom in the video? Dude, all I know is it was about 2 in the morning last night, and I'm asleep, and all of a sudden my phone by the bed's like, <laughs> vibrates. And I look over there, and it's like, Josh has posted a Facebook message on your wall, and it's like a picture of our mom with Justin Bieber. And I'm like, what is this? I was like, what is this? Dude, Josh. And then I just turned over and went back to sleep. I thought someone was dying or something. Why do you have your phone on by your bed? I use it as my alarm. My alarm clock. Josh, unlike you, a lot of people a lot of people actually keep their phones by their bed. Um, for, uh, you know, in case it's an emergency at night or something like that. You have a bad habit of uh, sending people stuff at, like, one and two. <laughs> you know why, dude? We are, not, we are not in college anymore. We are in our mid to late 30s. Because I work, like, 24 uh, hours a day, honestly. I send emails to our day. You do. <laughs> I'm in my mid to early 30s, dude. Get it straight. Anyway, on to some more. Yeah, because he doesn't have anyone else to text except for me about my mom and Justin Bieber. In the middle of the night. Who needs sleep? I do. Dude, if you had two children like me, you would understand. Dude, I got no children and I understand. I need my <laughs> Aaron says that because I used to always say, when you have a child someday, you'll understand. It's it doubles them up. That's exactly why I say it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And Aaron's and like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go double the nothing. And then, and then he understood, and for some reason he was a glutton for punishment. That still wasn't enough for him. So, uh... <laughs> anyway. Are we going to talk about the Redskins anymore on this <laughs> podcast? Who? <laughs> 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 about the Redskins here. Welcome into the lives of those Harry Hog football. More information oh. than you ever want. Dude, right, right, right now, here. right now, as we talk, right now, as we talk, someone's on iTunes writing a a review of Harry Hog football. Like they don't even talk about the Redskins at all. All they talk about. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, we talk about the Redskins more than damn John Reagan stuff. And Justin Bieber. <laughs> John Reagan's oh, man, he's an he's an angry guy. Talks about a lot of stuff on that show, doesn't he? I mean, he just barely scratches the surface. I mean, he really digs into the Redskins, but I mean, that's just a little teeny bit. If you're looking for a just Redskins show, that's not it. He talks about a lot of stuff, but he. You're right, dude. He is angry. Dude, I was listening to that show one day, and he was like, you could hear him sitting there with the newspaper, because you hear him, like, folding it and unfolding it and turning the pages, and he's like, let's see. And he just starts reading the headlines and then discussing them. Probably, like, do you think he was sitting on the toilet? He's, like, getting his roids on while he's doing his podcast and doing his stuff. <laughs> 
this was before they started showing it on Madison. I uh, hope not. Because there was some other be, dude there with I think you never can tell. He might be sitting on the toilet back there behind the big table. <laughs> That's something that John Riggins would do. He'd be wearing cowboy boots and sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Did anyone ask John Riggins on his show how he felt about withholding his or keeping his Redskins record by them cutting Portis? I don't know. No, I don't want him mad at me, though. I got to say that. I, I, I definitely don't want Rigo mad at me. Hell no. And, and John, since he crazy. you listen to our podcast every week, I just got to say one thing, man. Bring back the pro, dude. Bring back the pro. Yeah, John. Come on, dude. You know we love you, John Riggins, thanks to that Dolphins carry. Hell yeah. More than one. Come on. And touchdown. Everyone loves Riggins, except for the Dan. Because yeah. Riggins is not afraid to tell it like it is. It's kind of like Harry Hogg football. Um, hey, John. Yeah. They said you was hung. And they was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, my headset fell off. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, good God. Anyway, dude, let's talk about something that actually happened with the Redskins world. Oh, no, we were about to get to that, dude, when you chimed in and started singing things. Started singing, like, Christina Aguilera meets Axl Rose meets Splash and the Dazzle. Why is... Why is... Hainsworth still there, dude? Well, let me, let me give you an analogy of why Hainsworth is still there. Much like until this weekend, my bed was still in my bedroom. Because two years ago, I bought this bed and spent a lot of money on it. And six months afterwards, the thing was a piece of crap. And you lay on it, and you it's like indented in. And, of course, they wouldn't, you know, honor the warranty for this reason or that. But I didn't get rid of it for two years just because I'd spent so much crappy money on it that you feel bad about getting rid of it. But finally, you just have to cut the tie, like I did this weekend, and broke down and got a new bed. <laughs> That's what the Redskins need to do with Hainsworth. <laughs> Realize that it was a poor investment and there's nothing they can do that's going to make it better by holding on to it and just let it go. Good story. Dude, you could have saved that mattress if Louisville wins the uh, national championship in basketball. You could you could take that mattress out there at Barstown Road and burn it. What did you do with it? <laughs> what did you do with it? Chuck it down the uh, ravine? <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's exactly what I did with it. <laughs> no, the new mattress people take it free of charge. Did, did, did you watch it go? I bet they were really happy. What? I bet they were really happy when they got there. They were just like, man, man, we gotta take this crappy old mattress after we drove through the jungles of, of the mountains of uh, Indiana. Of cool mountains. Did, did you watch it? Did you watch it tumble end over end down into the to the gully? Did it hit a tree in Taco? <laughs> much, much like, anyway, much like a dish I threw it with all that power. Yeah, I have an idea. Let's take Albert Hansworth up to Cool Mountain and let's chuck him <laughs> out of Aaron's window down the ravine and watch him taco on trees all the way <laughs> That way, that way, you wouldn't have to hire the logging company to come in every few years to clear out the road. Goes back into the back country. <laughs> the back country. The back country. <laughs> the back country. 
Hey, all oh. I know is if World War Three ever happened, I got a pretty good setup here on the edge of this ridge. I could defend myself pretty well. You're starting to scare me with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I got some bu- I got some bunkers built into the side of the hill. Build some bunkers. Anyway. You can eat wild berries. <laughs> I've got a five-year supply. Dude, I've got a five-year supply of baked bean cans. Cans of baked beans saved up in there. And I figured out how to bottle the methane and use it to power my car. Bottle the methane? you got plenty of that. <laughs> Especially after eating those beans. I wouldn't be surprised if he would try to force him to play. And if he doesn't try to play, they'll sit him on the bench. And, uh, you guys know, how can you force a guy to play? Seriously. Tell him you play or you're not getting any of your money. They already yeah. should be able to get back a bunch of the money he got because of all his legal problems. So he's not honoring his contract. You can lead a big fat daddy to the Golden Corral buffet, but if he's not, if he doesn't eat, what's wrong with the guy? Dude, Josh, if he doesn't play, they'll have him for breach of contract and he'll never play anywhere ever again. I don't know about that. There is Dallas. And there is the Bengals. Yeah. Don't hire anybody. There is the Dallas. There's the CF. BFL. And there's always the fact that he's got enough money that he could just pretty much retire and live off of CeCe's buffet for the rest of his life, no problem. I heard they're going to crank up the XFL again. He might work in that. I heard that because of Hainsworth, they're going to crank up the price at the CeCe's buffet. (laughs) That's all his fault. I heard if he's going to be in the XFL, the name of the jersey would be He Ate Me. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we need to take a break, and we'll talk about the big signing right after we get back from that. Okay. So perfect timing for that one. Be still, Taggart. Be still. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We'll have a commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that stuff, and then we'll have Between the Bars with David Lee. And our new safety. But, yes, the big news of the week, our big safety. We'll go right into that. Right after this commercial break. You're listening to to Harry Harry Hog Hog Football. Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, 
But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state. Including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo, 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 you guys back? Much more pumped about this. <laughs> First of all, I think that I erroneously reported that this dude was 26 because apparently he's almost 30. Yeah, he's 29. I, I was going to call you out on that. Actually. 29. I don't know where I got 26 from. Still a child of the 80s, though, which still makes me feel old. Anyway, I'm pumped about this dude because he's good, dude. And we're going to have him and Landry back there. It's going to be awesome. It's a major, awesome. it's a major, major upgrade. upgrade. Oh yeah, at free safety. We, I mean, you know, it's we're never going to replace Sean Taylor and 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 the man, the myth, the legend, and everything that went with that. He was great, and he could have been one of the best ever, especially with another with a strong safety playing with him that was going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And yep. man, there were some big shoes to fill out there. We had Reed Dowdy out there. Chris Horton was playing. Uh, Kareem Moore, who was apparently giving up his number 41. So, uh, so uh, uh, a tieway can wear it, because he's not going to wear Sean Taylor's 21. Wait, wait, wait. Have we confirmed that he agreed to give it up? Because I didn't see anything about that. You told me. You texted me. And no, I told you wearing. I told you that Tagway said he was going to be wearing it, but I don't know if he's like talk that over with the person that does wear it. <laughs> oh, the guy. Oh, you mean that that's what I was going to bring up. The player who uh, he's replacing as the starter? Yeah. I don't even know if he By knew. the way, give me a damn jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need it because you're going to be on the bench. So either way, whatever whatever happens with that, I think it's cool where he's like, yeah, I'm not wearing 21 because that's Sean Taylor's number. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And he already changed his Twitter name to... Redskins Blessed or something like that. Really? Yeah, Josh, what is it? You're the Twitter like man. Another even, even number, like a, a 30 or a 40 or something like that. That'd be cool. Then you'd have like a 20 and a 30 or a 20 and a 40. Or, like ma- or maybe he should wear a 42 because that's double 
21, and he's going to be twice as good on the Redskins as he was on the Rams. Yeah, he could, except for that Charlie Taylor's number. Oh, yeah. Well, there goes that idea. There's, you know, and it, you got to get the right guy. No one's worn Brian Mitchell's number yet. you got to get the right guy to be number 30. I don't know if the safety is, is quite where you want to go with that. Since Brian Mitchell is one of the all-around players ever. Like, Dude. you know, I mean, he can do everything. Dude, he can wear my dog Brad Edwards jersey if he wants. Number 27. Well, yeah, number 20. Uh, Alvoy Mays. Yeah. <laughs> number Alvoy. 20, that was old Kenny's number. That was old Alvoy. Alvoy. Kenny. Old Kenny. Anyway, I am, I'm very excited about this. In fact, if you guys... I don't know if I said it to you guys. I think I said it to John, but I didn't think that... The Redskins should let him leave Redskins Park without signing him a few weeks ago. Yeah. And John was basically like, well, I think we're probably going to end up signing slow A.J. Hawk. And I was like, I hope not. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, A.J. Hawk got cut. Watch, we'll sign slow A.J. Hawk. A.J. <laughs> Hawk was good when he went to Ohio State. He was good in college, but... He was he was even slow in college, but he played in the Big Ten, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the competition got faster once they got out of the Midwest. Is what happened to him. <laughs> I thought it pretty much showed pretty well in the uh, in those bowl games that Ohio State kept getting waxed in by those SEC teams, and and played USC as well when they have all the speed. And yeah. Dude, speaking of Cosway, uh, have you guys seen his headshot on, like, if you go to NFL.com and look at their player stats, dude, look, dude looks like a deer in the headlights, man. He looks like, whoa. Can't believe dude, do you mean guy. like, you mean does he look kind of like Big Eyes, um, what was that receiver we had a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, no, like, no, no, no. Was it, was it, it was a dude Caldwell? Guy. It was a guy we got from the Caldwell. Patriots. Yeah, Caldwell. yeah, 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 Caldwell. <laughs> Remember his eyes, dude? Dang, man, that guy's <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, we wore that. Everyone wore that into the ground. The big networks that always steal stuff from us and everybody. <laughs> his eyes were massive. Like, he even threw a helmet. It was like Mike Singletary. It was bigger, more noticeable than Mike Singletary. <laughs> You guys remember in the 60s, Mike Singletary on the Bears. I mean, nowadays he doesn't look like it. When he was playing for the Bears, when he was playing linebacker, you could see, like, he would have his helmet on, the mask, everything, and his eyes were huge. No, but Caldwell, dude, remember, something was, something was actually wrong with Caldwell's eyes, they said. He's got some, 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 uh, you know. Big eye syndrome. Big <laughs> eye syndrome. It's not something, you know, it's, it's you know, a physical condition. I, I don't think it's anything that affects him. They're not, like, going to pop. Unlike, I yeah, think yeah. Josh, you said in one of the casts, he was like, yeah, they're going to pop out at any time. He has to watch out for that. <laughs> like, if he got hit too hard, I was worried they were going to come, like, on screen, hanging out the front of his helmet or something. What was his name? Rache Caldwell or something? Rache? Rache. Rashad. He goes Rache Caldwell. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I just, Rache imagine, I, I just, this image for some reason, I think because you were talking <laughs> about all these, like, old, like, Crap, you know, burned out rockers and stuff. The image of his eyes with um, yeah, Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> Imagine if he had his eyes and Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> 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 Slashed his hair and his eyes. 
bedazzled hat. What? And slash his hair and his bedazzled hat. Yeah. Um, and uh, 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 Ozzy Osbourne's bat cheeks. Ozzy Osbourne's bat biting mouth. Keith Richards' voice. Keith Richards' veins. Mike Shanahan's glass eye. One Rache Caldwell eye. One Mike Shanahan eye. Gene Simmons tongue. Oh man, uh, what's up, pain of the off season. Keith, All right, so, so. veins. Anyway, dude, Aaron, back to it. A you think is going to be really good back there? A definite huge upgrade. Like I think we all think that, but you're like really pumped. Like this is going to be your dog this year. Oh yeah, dude. Well, look at his look at his stats this past year from St. Louis. He had 73 tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and three interceptions. Yeah, and look at his – look at – I saw this stat somewhere. Over the last so many years, of course, I never can remember the exact stat. He has been the third – caused the third most turnovers for safety in the league. I think Ed Reed huh. and I forget who else the other D was is in front of him. That's saying something because the Rams have been really crappy for years. I know they keep beating us, yeah. but – but then again, hopefully he won't turn out to be. He was good on a crappy team that almost won the division when they went seven and nine, or something like that. You know what I mean? Hopefully he won't be. He was good on a crappy team. He gets to well another crappy team and he sucks. Never mind because he's going to be just as good because we suck. They actually did better than us this year. He's going to be even better, dude, because he's got Landry next to him now. And you know another thing I saw. Um, the other day, ESPN was reporting that the Cowboys cut, <laughs> I think it was Sensabaugh and someone else out of their secondary, because their secondary is horrible, and that they were, they had their sights set on a Tagway and on a Sanders out of Indy, who I don't know who he signed with, but he didn't sign with them. Yeah. So, <laughs> if he turns out to be good, that's also going to be a joker thing. Yeah, well, you know what? Don't even get me going on the Cowboys this far in the off season. I was kind of, yeah, had them cleared from my memory for a few months. Well, don't forget if we ever get to the draft, and hopefully we will, they pick right before us. What was his? What's the story with the Cowboys? Was a twenty-six million dollar five-year deal, right? Yeah, twenty-six yeah, million five-year. I think it was twelve million. Thirteen, thirteen million guaranteed is what I saw. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Son, you're all out. Guaranteed numbers. Yeah, we are. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. All right, Albert. Albert. <laughs> Albert. 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 Um, so Wait, we're getting for Albert y'all. almost. We're getting to the uh, Larry point with Albert. Oh, I don't even want to talk about Albert. Just like my bed, dude. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the uh, collective bargaining agreement. Um, I don't want to. There isn't one. There's we already no... talked about that. We kind of went back to it. There is no collective bargaining agreement. They postponed the work on that for a week. And and all we're, all we're really saying about it is if they don't get it done, there's no football. Millionaires versus billionaires. The players always get screwed over by the rich owners who are trying to take back money that they gave them last time. 
and 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 I, I really don't want to talk about it either. And they need so to get it done. If it works out, there's no football. Not even a scrub season again. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Well, if there is a scrub season, we're going to try out the team. That's true. <laughs> I hope you guys know. Uh, I, I'm going to totally go against what I just said. There was one thing that happened this week that really gave the players a lot of leverage, and I think this is exactly why they've extended it a week and they're trying to work something out. Because the owners, according to the contract that they signed for all the TV revenue with all the TV stations, the networks that show the games, according to the agreement that they had with the contracts, they were going to get paid their billions of dollars regardless of whether the games were getting played this season or not. How do you like that for a sweetheart deal? The channels were? Channels were going to have to pay whether they had games to show or not. Well, you know what that means? You know what that means? That there's going to be some scrubs going into the game, like us. No, 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 listen, I'm not done. The reason I brought this up, even though I don't want to talk about it, is because this week a federal judge said, um, that's illegal. Oh, oh really? Just like so all that money that all the owners thought that they were going to get, even though there were no games getting played, that was going to line their pockets during the, during the play stoppage, mm-hmm. is now going to go into escrow until the CBA is hammered out. Oh, oh, I got you. That's why That's why the players have a lot more leverage and the owners are much more willing to talk about it and try to hammer something out because they thought they had basically, uh, you know, a pot of gold that they were going to be able to dig out of for the season. They were going to get paid for these games that weren't going to get played. And the, and the judge said, well, that money's going to sit in escrow until the season actually, until the games are actually played, until you actually get the CBA hammered out. So, ha-ha. So, ha-ha-ha. So, I thought that was a very poignant thing and very important as far as the uh, bargaining goes. And this point, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Well, just one one more thing. Apparently, in Wisconsin, (laughs) the the champion Green Bay Packers have no right to bargain anyway. So, um. Dude, you just went political. (laughs) Dude. Dude. I had to to bring it up because they're the Super Bowl champions. And and we are talking about collective bargaining agreements. We're not talking about states' politics. You guys just went way over my head. I have no idea what you're talking about. Come off the mountain sometimes. Go get your mattress. Uh, <laughs> go, go ride your mattress down the hill, up to the next hill. Uh, what do we got between the bars? Is that next? Um, yeah, we're going to go into between the bars with... David Lee, here it is. It's a long one, so get your popcorn ready. Hey guys, this is Dave Lee calling in with your latest episode of Between the Bars. But first, I have to go back to this lawsuit Dan Snyder filed against the city paper. And this is where you guys may get your explicit tag for the week. Let me address this letter that uh, Dave Donovan wrote to uh, to the city paper, threatening them uh, We presume that defending such litigation would not be a rational strategy for an investment fund such as yours. Indeed, the cost of litigation would presumably quickly outstrip the asset value of this Washington City paper. In other words, our Johnson is bigger than your Johnson. Dude, there's a reason why people hate lawyers, and this is exactly it. No one likes this kind of douchebag move. Knock it off. I don't care if Dan Snyder wrote the letter. You signed it, and you're a lawyer, and you represent all the other lawyers in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Why would you do that? 
You are a jerk. Second, the letter is factually untrue. Let's think this thing through. You think the city paper doesn't have something called insurance? And you think somebody who publishes for a living doesn't have something called liability insurance? And you think liability insurance doesn't cover the cost of litigation? Boy, you don't have the brains to, to, to pursue lawsuits against plumbers, much less First Amendment litigation. Second, this kind of letter is stupid. If I'm the city paper, the first thing I do is get this letter in front of a jury because they see this and they hate you just like the rest of us. Third, you're in a newspaper for libel. Truth is a defense. Guess what, guys? You get to go through three to five years of civil discovery. They're going to go through every damned email you guys have ever sent to one another. And you know what? I bet they find something fun. How's that? Let's come on in and come through my computer systems. Uh, let's come come on through and start deposing our employees. Oh, that's going to be a joy, guys. Finally, let's think this thing through. You, Snyder has to bear the cost of this lawsuit. He's paying his lawyers. City Paper has civil uh, liability insurance. They're writing this thing for free. Guys, so you've let them into your tent to sniff around, and they get to do it for free. Congratulations. Now, that's one hell of a legal strategy. All right, moving on. Our thoughts go out to Brandon Banks. Um, now, the, the, the stabbing occurred in Washington, D.C. Obviously, the laws are different from Virginia. Just in, in general, I was mildly surprised they didn't pursue an attempted attempted murder uh, charge against the, uh, the fellow who stabbed him. Banks and Nixon. Um, now, in Virginia, an attempted murder, an attempt is generally capped at 10 years. Uh, now stabbing with intent to maim maliciously actually can bring 20 years, and certainly we have a stabbing. The question was, and, and an intent to maim, and you can infer that from the use of the knife. The question is whether it was malicious and he was basically on the offensive, which can bring 20 years, or if it was merely unlawful, if the guy was being beaten by the two of them, and kind of an overuse of force in self-defense, um, that's a, that's a five-year offense. So, you know, there could be something cloudy there. Obviously, I understand there's videotape, so that, that should be pretty uh, easy to sort out who, who was the aggressor and, uh, you know, what happened there. Um, but, again, that's, that's D.C. law. What comes back to in Brandon Beck's case, back to Redskins management, is we had a week of dishonest reports coming out from Redskins Park. Uh, the superficial wound turned out to be a collapsed lung. They kept Banks in the, in, the, in the hospital for over a week. Way to go, guys. I mean, again, a whole week of, of untruth coming out of Redskins Park. When, when will it end? When will it end? Now, turning to our favorite uh, uh, miscreant on the Redskins teams, we've got, uh, we've got Albert Hainsworth. The... Uh, just from the media reports, I'm seeing this uh, alleged sexual, aggravated sexual battery looks pretty sketchy. Uh, no charges have been filed at this point that we allegedly have in Washington, D.C. We're still tracking his assault case in Fairfax County, which is set for trial March 31st in Fairfax County General District Court, courtroom 2K. And that's, of course, open to the public. So anyone who wants to, uh, to be there, perhaps uh, someone from Northern Virginia can be John, there. John, you should go up. To, to what happens uh, on that day. First-hand report would be, uh, would be fantastic. So 
We'll keep tracking things, let you know uh, what we find here. Uh, we're glad Banks is, is doing all right, is out of the hospital, and uh, our hearts go out to him and his family. So take care, everybody. Hail to the Redskins. And uh, let's just let's just pray we Dan Snyder gets tired of playing with the Redskins and, and, and we, get, we get a real management team. Well, all right. <laughs> and that, folks, is why David Lee is our official sponsor. Do we need to, <laughs> we need to get some behind the bars like music with the sound of some bars, you know, closing like that stereotypical. Yeah, behind the bars. They have on those those on some of those commercials that you say, yeah, yeah. We'll work on that. We're gonna we're gonna get him some sound effects. Well, don't just sit there looking stupid, grasping your hands in pain. How about a little applause for the Waco Kid? David Lee, the Waco Kid. <laughs> Solid. Ugh. Anyway, some You're other... You're totally right about uh, Douche Donovan. Um, seriously. How can... I, I talked about it last week. How can you actually with a straight face and expect with a straight face go into a courtroom and say they wrote down he went all Agent Orange on trees. He's saying that we used Agent Orange on federally protected land. How can you go into a courtroom and say that with a straight face and think anyone's going to believe you? <laughs> Come on. Seriously. Because that's part of their argument. That's part of their written argument. Dude, they're mentally disabled. I think they're mentally disabled. I think you're. I think you are correct. Oh dear, dear. So solid. Thank hey, you. and here's another. Um, here's another lawsuit type deal. Uh, Tom Tupa, you remember that punter from 2005? Well, he got injured in the preseason, hurt his back, and it took five years for him to get his workman's comp. Five years of legal wrangling, and they, uh, the Danny and Dee Donovan, um, part of their legal argument in this case was, well, he's bringing the case in Maryland, and it should be brought in Virginia instead. <laughs> that's where we're based. And the uh, Maryland jury was just like, you play games in Maryland, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got hurt in Maryland playing a game while working for your team. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the appeal. Because the word, the story is he got hurt during a preseason game, um, warming up before the game even started. I think. So and this, it took. They fought him for five years for him to get workman's comp, and he finally just won his workman's comp case um, so, against them. So this five is the um, years. So this is the, it. Probably cost Dan Snyder more paying down. Was it D. H. Donovan than it would have just to pay Tom Tupa his workman's comp money? I love their um, the court of appeals. They said it is clear that the purpose of Tupa's employment was to play in games, not to practice. <laughs> <laughs> not to practice. Like, how do they bring this stuff to to judges and juries with straight faces? Do they really mm-hmm. think anyone's going to buy that crap? It's like, what is? Are these like the Russians from the fifties? <laughs> is that where they're getting their ideas from? I mean, seriously. Uh, I don't know. But, um, but Tupa only made like 1.4 million plus for the Redskins in 2004, and I'm sure he, you know, I'm sure that's well spent by now, considering he's currently a city recreation director for Brinksville, Ohio. 
So workman's comp isn't your full salary, though, correct? Well, in this case, it will be. He's, he, they say they didn't come out with the straight numbers on the Washington Examiner, but they said they saw a report in a Prince George County paper. I think it was, and I don't know this for sure, so don't don't take this to the bank. But it was, I believe, in a local paper there. They said that he's going to be getting just over a year's worth of his normal salary. Oh, okay. One point four million dollars and court costs. Um, yeah, he said they said that he is is still needs back surgery because of the injury. Um, I guess he couldn't afford to do that on his one point four million he made the year before. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Anyway. Like anyway, anyone who can take the Danny and D.H. Donovan, the H stands for head, to court <laughs> and win, even though it took five years, good for them. Because that's, that's my, in my, in my mind, that's a victory for all Redskins fans that absolutely hate Daniel Snyder, like myself. H stands for head. Maybe we can get a uh, get an interview <laughs> with him when we go up for the. Uh, for the Hall of Fame game. With who? D.H. Uh, Donovan? For, for, for the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, he lives in Brecksville, Ohio. Dude, I do not want to talk to D.H. Donovan. No, no, Tupa. Tom Tupa lives in Ohio. Oh, okay. Tupa. Tupa. Yeah, he was from Ohio, apparently. Always seems that way. He lives right off of 77, actually. I just imagine myself saying to D.H. Donovan. Philadelphia? D.H. Donovan. I just imagine myself saying to him, shut up, dude. I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's totally the guy when you're, like, you know, watching football and he wants to talk about other stuff. He's like, hey, guys, did you see blah, blah, blah? And you're like, shut up, dude. Man, these are some really good hot dogs they have here. Shut up, dude. Oh, did you guys know that Dancing with the Stars is doing a special tonight? Shut up, dude. We're watching the game. Do you want to come oh, over to my house for an Oscars party? <laughs> Tom Tube apparently lives just outside of Akron. So, uh, oh, then maybe we could go and get there. We could be in his house. Yo, what's up, dude? We hate Dan Snyder, too. Let's just show up at the rec department. He'd be, like, looking at... He'd go up to the door and be like... And he opens the door all, like... Like, you know, confused. He's in his bathroom or something like that. He's like, dude, what? And we're all like, hey, dude, we're Redskins fans, and we hate the Danny. And he'd just look at him all confused, and then he'd suddenly, like, this look of recognition would come over his face, and he'd be like, come on in, boys. And we'd go in, and he'd, like, like you know, give us beer, and we'd talk about football, and, and you know, it would be a good old time. And then we'd be like, your back doesn't look injured to me. Like, your back didn't look injured when you were lifting those 12-ounce bottles. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I think that about like, wraps it up. Persevering for five years—it's just crazy. I'm five years. I'm pretty sure that about wraps it up for tonight's show. Um, I keep interrupting you. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Cali Skins guy. Chime in on the site. All these new fake people that signed up for the website this week. Like agrahung.com or something <laughs> like that. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Cutting Old Hands 22. And a shout out to David Lee. Of course. Right. David Lee Legal Services. Hey, I also give a shout out to our friends across the pond over in the UK. Because remember, we're big in the UK. Yeah, we're really big in the UK. 
great day, you know, if they get the season going and they can get the CBA going. They said they're going to do two NFL games out there season. Maybe the Reds, we could go out there and maybe see if the Redskins go. We could see the Redskins play, maybe catch uh, some uh, soccer as well while we're out there, make it a sporting event, uh, making a sporting long weekend. That would be sweet. Well, time of hot for action. I had a dream the other night I went to Cardiff in Wales. All right. Well, what did you do in Cardiff? They have a really nice performing arts center there. I went to it. <laughs> I went to it. <laughs> in my dream. I went to it. Josh was like, I was specking it out, dude. <laughs> I was picking out. out some new fixtures. You're hanging out with, you're hanging out with Debbie Gibson or Tiffany, whichever one of those ladies who sings that only in my dreams. Dude, if he was in Wales, he could be hanging out with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, and, and, and Tom Jones. Because <laughs> sing to both of you. He could sing It's Not Unusual. I'll just. Or What's I, New Pussycat. All right, I would hang out with Catherine, and he could, Josh could hang out with Tom. <laughs> uh, now hanging out with Simon at the club. Simon, we're sending your gift for the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. Eventually, we'll get there. Anyway, let's round this out. Hail to the Redskins! And if you see some non-Otagwe signing Cowboys fans this week, welcome. <laughs> 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 the higher now, guys.